0: Bonjour. Welcome to the Emily in Paris fans podcast. I created this podcast for fans just like you who love Emily in Paris and are super excited to binge out on the new season of Emily in Paris on Netflix. Let's watch the new season together and talk about fashion, love, relationships and life in Paris. I'm Dimple Dang. I'm your host. I'm a marketing expert, podcast coach and podcaster. Stay party. Hello, everybody, and wishing you all a happy new year, and I hope that you guys have been able to binge out on Emily in Paris during the New Year's weekend. All right, so we're going to talk about what happens on episode three. So in episode three, it is Emily's birthday, you guys. Woohoo. So Emily is planning to celebrate her birthday, and she decides to have a dinner party, then she also invites Gabriel to the dinner party even though she's been acting kind of weird around him and it seems like he keeps Chasing her around like a little puppy and she just kinds of runs off and runs away But you guys here's a deal. She's got an ulterior motive for inviting Gabriel to the birthday party She is trying to get Camille back with him So I think at this point, she's got a really guilty conscience, and she knows that she messed up, and I think she really likes being friends with Camille, and now she feels like a bad friend. And in reality, the truth is, Emily, yeah, maybe you're a bad friend, but maybe also this guy, Gabriel, was supposed to be the love of your life, and maybe, did it occur to you that Camille is not the one that's supposed to be with him, and you are, but yet, you keep resisting, my dear and you are just being very stubborn. So Emily, you're a little stubborn one. You know, I think you come to Paris, and you've already done the deed with him. It's kind of too late to go back and undo that. So no matter what you try to do to get them back together, the reality is you basically slept with him. And that's not going to change Emily. So you know, I think you might want to just rethink everything. But anyway, all right, so Emily's a character. So she decides to invite Gabriel and also Camille, and then she's telling Camille, oh, Gabriel's going to come to the party as well. And Camille's like, well, I don't want to come then. And she's like, no, no, it's fine. You guys have not reached out to each other. You're both being stubborn. And this way, you get to see each other. You can talk it out. You can get back together. So hesitantly, Camille agrees, and... Gabriel catches up with Emily and he's questioning her about the whole Matthew thing because apparently in the previous episode, Emily was supposed to be going on a trip to Saint-Tropez with Matthew, but then Matthew is nowhere to be found and instead he discovers that she's with Camille and he's like, what is going on? Because something's not adding up. And of course, she didn't tell him at that time, but then she disclosed what happened and Matthew overheard the conversation that they were having and he found out that she had been sleeping with the chef and he wasn't too happy about that and you can't blame him. He, he actually thought that he was going to potentially have a relationship with Emily, but Emily was actually in love with the chef, Gabriel. All right, let's talk about Pierre for a moment. So Pierre, he is something else, you guys, and he's just got this frown on his face and those eyebrows even, they always have the frown. And he never really smiles, you know, but he always looks angry. And if I do say so myself, Pierre, you're a bit intimidating. So Pierre's upset about the whole account situation. And apparently Julian saved the situation. So then he got assigned to the account and Emily got pulled off the account. So as you can imagine, Emily is not taking that too well. She's not happy about being pulled from the account because she does have this certain bit of competitiveness, you know, with her coworkers. And I think she likes to be the one who saves the day. And in this instance, Emily didn't save the day. It was Julian. So Julian and Emily are now bickering because Julian's like, well, I deserve the account. And, you know, and so she's like, fine, whatever. And then in the next scene, Camille takes Emily to a spa, and she has a bunch of her friends there, so she wants Emily to meet all of her friends, and what's interesting is everyone at the spa is basically topless and pretty much, you know, naked, but Emily's in her robe, and not only is Emily in her robe, her robe is, like, really tightened up. She's kind of like, oh my god, and I think Like, what it made me think of is the fact that she slept with Gabriel, I think she just was, like, so ashamed to show her body, because she's like, oh, my God, like, I feel guilty. You know, like, just the fact of seeing Cummy naked, and then she's going to be like, oh, my God, she's the one who was sleeping with him, and that's the girlfriend, and now I am sleeping with him. So, I think that was that. So, while they're at the spa, they're all sitting in the sauna, and they're talking, and... Camille says, Emily's one of the good ones. So that's funny because Emily knows that she's not really one of the good ones because she's literally betrayed Kami by hooking up with Gabriel. You know, she's really kind of feeling uncomfortable at this point. But Emily, girl, you're stuck there for a little bit longer. And you just can't weasel your way out of this one, hun. So the girls are questioning Camille about Gabriel and her. And Kemi says, you know, we fight like every couple, but this time it just feels different. So when she says that, you know, that she's already sensing that something is up. It's just that she can't pinpoint exactly what's going on. But, you know, she's a smart girl. I think she figures like something is really off and she's probably trying to get to the bottom of it, to be honest. And then one of the friends says to Kemi, do you think there's somebody else? And before Kami can even answer, Emily is like, no, 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 there, there, there's no one else. And that's just funny because the guilt is like written all over her face. And she just is like, oh my God. And she knows it's her, right? And then what's interesting is they're also talking about like the pan. So... You know, in the previous episode, you saw that Kami was at her place and they were getting ready to go out and she was looking at the pan and, and the initials. And now the pan comes up again because they're saying that the one thing that's really important to Gabriel is, you know, his restaurant and his cooking and his pans and that all of his pans have, you know, initials on them. And it's ironic because, again, Emily knows that he gifted her a pan with his initials that is still sitting in her apartment. Emily, girl, why don't you go hide that thing? I mean, you're going to get yourself in trouble one of these days with that pan, okay? You just got to go hide it or donate it or give it back to Gabe since he didn't move away. Emily, come on. So... Emily and Camille are are hanging out and walking down the street and Emily's telling her that she got pulled off of Pierre's account and you know that oh there's Matthew sitting at the cafe and she's like oh I don't want to be seen anywhere near him and so Camille decides to go approach Matthew after Emily leaves and they're having a conversation in French and she's basically like hey you know, why did you do this to Emily and why did you pull her off the account and all this? And he said that she was having an affair with someone else. So Cammy's like, oh, that's interesting. Like uh, she's got a secret lover, but she never told me. And here I am thinking like she's all like alone. And at this point, she doesn't really know that anything's going on between Emily and Gabe. So in the next scene, Emily's at the office and she gets a special delivery of deep dish Chicago pizza, which everybody, if you have not had it, if you do go to Chicago, you're going to have to go try it. That's it's the best. I mean, that's the only time you're allowed to have that many calories in one weekend is if you are visiting Chicago. All right. So then let's also talk about the fashion in this one. So Julian is wearing this blazer and it's got these beautiful red, vivid red flowers on it, and his pants actually match, so they're also like floral red pants, and what's interesting is, so when he carries the boxes of the pizza away, I'm thinking of like the colors in the boxes are similar to his outfit, so I think that was very much planned by the costume people, and that was really good, and Emily's wearing this equestrian jacket, which looks really good on her, and and she's kind of just goes with her dark hair so what's interesting is sylvie you know so i'm going to rewind a bit sylvie came in and the look on her face was like oh gross like we don't eat that in france this is not the type of food we eat and she was just kind of disgusted and sylvie showed her unapproval of the chicago deep dish pizza but sylvie you haven't tried it girl But I know you're trying to maintain your body and your image so that you can walk out of the water looking like one of the Charlie's angels. And actually, you did in the previous episode. You did a good job. So hands down, girlfriend, because I saw the muscles and the six pack and everything. All right. We're going to talk about Luke for a minute. Luke. I don't know if we can call him eccentric, maybe a little bit as quirky, but Luke is quite interesting. So Luke says to Emily, hey, Emily, let me take you to lunch for your birthday. And Emily's smiling. She got all excited and she was flattered that, oh, he was thinking of her and he wanted to take her to lunch. Well, guess where he took her to lunch? He took her to the cemetery. And Emily's like, oh, okay. And she's being a really good sport, but not only that, It's a conversation that he's having there. So it's like, Luke, you're really being kind of a creepy weirdo, okay? So the other thing that's interesting is Luke apparently has dated more than one Mariana in his life. He named Mariana number one, Mariana number two. So there's been a couple of them. And I guess they have not been good to him. He's not had good luck with the Marianas. So he he makes it a point to say, nobody should date a girl named Mariana. All right, Luke, you're a little weird, but, you know, we love you because you're kind of funny. And Emily, thanks for being such a good sport, because if it were anyone else, they would have totally left immediately. All right, so Emily's, like, going to the market, and she gets some food for her dinner party. So she's going to be the one cooking, and Gabe sees her walking down the street. He catches up with her, and he's like, hey, Emily, hey. And he pulls something out of the grocery bag and he looks at what kind of stuff she got and he's like, no, 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 Emily, like you can't serve this at your dinner party. So he's like, okay, we're going to go to the market. So he takes her to the market because obviously, I mean, he is a really good chef, right? And he's also French. And so he knows the best items to pick out. So he takes her to the market and helps her pick out all of these amazing things actually surprised that he didn't help her cook the meal, but I guess that would have been a little awkward because then they would have been together. But Emily, I saw her in the kitchen, and she really put together a pretty good meal, it seems like, all by herself. So future wife Emily, you know what? You should have just taken Gabriel. Then you guys could have gotten married, and you could have had your own restaurant, and you could have also been the chef. Think about that, Emily. So as Gabriel and Emily are leaving the market, it starts pouring, it starts raining really hard and they get completely soaked in the rain and that it calls for the perfect romantic moment, right? Romantic moment. And of course, you know, you're in France, it's all about the romance, right? So they get back to outside of the building and they're having a conversation and she says something in French and Gabe says, that also means love at first sight. And at this point, he's gazing into her eyes, and he caresses her hair, and you can tell that he wants to kiss her, and of course, you can tell she wanted to as well, but she's got a lot of willpower, this Emily girl, and of course, like Cinderella, she runs off into the wilderness, and Emily girl, I don't know how you're going to keep running, because you live in the same building, literally a floor apart from each other, so... Emily, you've got bigger problems than you think, girl, okay? All right, let's talk about the Pierre character again. Mr. Pierre, extra dramatic. So the PR firm had this idea and they designed this luggage with his face on it, right? But he's not too happy at this point. He's like, what? Like, I don't want to be Mickey Mouse. And what I would say to that is, Pierre, if you smiled more instead of frowned, then you could be Mickey Mouse, right? You kind of look like Mickey Mouse, but you're always frowning and you're never smiling. So maybe on a future episode, I want to see you smile. And then we can turn that frown upside down and all you need is the Mickey Mouse ears, and you can be Mickey Mouse. (laughs) Okay, I'm just joking, you guys, but I thought it was funny. All right, so season two of Emily in Paris, like when it comes to fashion, it is off the hook, and a couple of themes that I keep noticing in every single episode is that beautiful lime green color. It just seems to be really in at the moment, and everything is also a bit more colorful this season, a bit more dramatic. It really almost tells a story, So Emily's friend, she's got like this lime green evening gown on, it's strapless, it's got ruching, it's got ruching, and it's absolutely gorgeous and beautiful, and then Emily's got this like black dress that comes up to the knees, but it's got these like huge, I mean huge, bows on the front and bows on the back, and I don't know if I'm getting her choice, but I think, I think I kind of am. Maybe she's trying to look like she's Miss Goody Two-Shoes and she's Miss Innocent. So she's trying not to look too sexy or seductive at this dinner party, but just look like cute and innocent. But she knows that she's not cute and innocent. And Emily, I'm not really a fan of that dress because there's like too many bows on them and the bows are really big. I mean, I'm not really a fan of bows for the most part, unless they are in kids' hair. Little kids, yes, they look cute in bows. Adults, tone down the bows, you guys, all right? All right, let's talk about Sylvie. Sylvie is another character, and I really like Sylvie because I think she just is like the typical boss that I've seen in some other movies where she acts like she really doesn't like Emily, but deep down inside she's got deep affection for her and so sylvie shows up to the dinner party and emily wants to hug her and sylvie's like no no hugs i don't i don't do hugs yeah i mean i can expect sylvie saying that and so as a birthday present sylvie brings a cigarette case for emily and emily's like sylvie you know i don't smoke right and so Sylvie's like, well, you know, there's a first time for everything. So Sylvie knows that Emily's got in over her head and she's got a lot going on and that she might need a cigarette with all the stress that she's created for herself out of this situation. So so Sylvie thinks like Emily might need a cigarette one day, so she might as well have one because she's created quite the stressful scenario for herself in Paris. Sylvie, you're amazing. Love you. So... Emily seems to be pleased with herself at this point because she glances over and she sees Gabriel and Camille, you know, talking and they are reminiscing about old times and they seem to be quite happy and they're smiling and almost like touching each other's arms a little bit. So a little bit of that chemistry seems to still be there. And then she's talking to her friend and she says, two of them together for my birthday. It's how it should be. Hmm. Really, Emily, it's how it should be? I don't know if it's how it should be. I think it's just that you think that that's the right thing to do. Maybe how it should be is that if you actually really love Gabriel and you've already screwed up the situation by betraying your friend, you might as well just go ahead and go after the man because I can tell that you're in love with him. He's definitely in love with you. He is smitten, okay? But... You are just going to find yourself in a situation where you don't go after what you want soon enough. And guess what? It's going to be too late. And you know what? To my audience, ladies, how many times have you wanted to go after someone, but then you didn't because you were too shy or you were too scared or you didn't want to be the first one to make a move. And then you saw him and he was with someone else. And then he got engaged and he got married. And then you're like, crap. How did I let that one get away? That's the one that I, you know, should have married. That's the one that was marriage material. So ladies, if you come across a man and you really like him, by really like him, I mean, not just an infatuation or crush. I mean, you see that there's potential for a life with him, go after him and hopefully go after the ones that are single and not married. But what I'm saying is that don't be afraid to make the first move, because it is 2022. And I think sometimes guys can also be shy. And you know, women need to realize that. And some of them are not that aggressive. And some are right. But I think that if you really like someone, it's worth it. I mean, what are you going to lose? Nothing. So continuing on to the dinner party, they sit down to eat. And Kami says, Oh, I would be happy if you were seeing someone too. So yeah, she would be happy, but uh, <laughs> interesting. Okay, so then they're about to like sing happy birthday to Emily. And Kami realizes, oh my God, like there's no more wine. Let me go and get the wine. So she goes to Emily's apartment, opens up the refrigerator, grabs the wine, and then there's a the pan. And she is like, oh, this looks like Gabriel's pan. And she lifts up the pan and she sees the initials. And this is a really dramatic moment because she knows it's his pan, it's his initials and she's probably has a million thoughts racing through her head. Why is this pan in Emily's apartment and what is it doing there? How did it get there? Why does she have it? And she already knows that the most important thing to Gabriel is his cooking and his restaurants and and being a chef. And so if he gave that to Emily, He must really care about her or what you know, what's the deal? What's going on? And the look on her face is that she's really piecing everything together at this point, right? And I think the cookie on top was basically when she walks back to the dinner party and Gabriel happens to be touching Emily's face because Emily had some food or cake on her face, and she saw the way that he touched her and the way that he was looking at her. And at that point, that solidified everything, and then Kemi knows, okay, something definitely was going on, so then they're giving a toast to Emily, and Kemi's like, oh, I want to give a toast as well. At this point, she's livid, and she says about Emily that Emily pretended to be my friend while she had an affair with my boyfriend, and my boyfriend slept with my fake friend, and at this point, she's really upset. She smashes the champagne glass on the floor and she runs away. Emily goes after her to talk to her. And then Cammy says, Emily, for once, be honest. Did you sleep with Gabriel? And Emily just stares at her and she can't say anything. And that's literally just the answer that, you know, Cammy needed because not saying something is also saying something. And at this point, she is just, you know, devastated. And at this point, Emily knows she is in deep trouble. And so at this point, Emily knows like she really messed up and she's in deep trouble. Oh, Emily, how did you get yourself into this mess? <laughs> and I don't think you're going to be able to get yourself out of this one easily because it's going to continue on season two and it's going to carry over into season three trust me so season three is also going to be quite exciting for emily in paris all right and then there's like a a scene that i didn't talk about that was interesting too so it's pierre and julian julian comes to see pierre and you know i have to admit julian you looked a little scared but that's okay pierre's a little scary i'd be scared too and pierre's like julian I need you to pretend you're at the airport and model the luggage. And so he reluctantly is like, okay, sure. And he models it and Pierre's just having fun with him. He's like, no, faster. No, one more time. No, you're running to the gate. And so Julian kind of looked like a hot mess. And I will say that Emily would have done it way better. All right, you guys. So, so much happened on episode three. And make sure that you guys share my podcast with all of your other friends who are Emily in Paris fans. And again, I want to wish you guys a very happy new year filled with love, joy, happiness, good health, and prosperity. I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Emily in Paris fans podcast. You can go to my podcast website, www.emilyinparisfanspodcast.com to listen to all of the episodes. If you're enjoying my podcast, please leave a positive review on Apple Podcast. I would be truly grateful and promise to release more content for you. If you have a friend who loves Emily in Paris, make sure you share my podcast with them. Also, go subscribe on Apple Podcast, and you'll be the first to know when new episodes release. And if I've inspired you to launch your own podcast, check out the show notes to learn about my Launch Your Podcast Masterclass follow me on social media, my handles are in the show notes, and if you would like to support the production of this podcast, feel free to use the donate button on the website or the link on the show notes. Juteprishii.